0: A quick note to advise that the following podcast contains swear words both from the hosts and the content of the books, adult themes and sometimes sensitive storylines. So all the good stuff. The podcast will also include many spoilers for the books that are being discussed. A lot of the early recordings are done by myself with some cobbled together bits of equipment that I've been recommended and they were also a reflection of mine and Helen's experience in using said equipment so unfortunately the sound quality isn't as good as i would like it to be and going forward i hope to rectify that and there's also a few issues with things getting bumped getting moved background noises that we're still trying to work on and get the kinks out of but hopefully in a few episodes time everything will be nice and easy breezy and um there'll be no more problems with the sound and everything should be okay in a smooth slick operation Okay. Enjoy. So, this is episode, I'm going to call it episode half. It's the introductory episode.
1: 50-50?
0: Yeah, 100%, this is the (laughs) 50-50 episode. Why? Why?
1: what's the logic behind that
0: because so well we haven't this isn't episode one episode one is the first book right maybe we should backtrack maybe we'll backtrack because I've already feel like gotten off task already okay the idea of these podcasts Mm -hmm. will be that each episode Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we and we will describe we will describe ourselves describe ourselves in
1: three adjectives (laughs) we will
0: introduce ourselves shortly but the idea of these podcasts will be that each episode we read a book a fictional book
1: not out loud
0: not out loud we'd have done this separately Mm. to come into the podcast recording and we will discuss a work of fiction written by a celebrity Mm -hmm. in an attempt of something i'm calling celebrity book club that's that's the name i've been calling it in my mind
1: that makes it sound like we're having celebrity guests.
0: Well, that might
1: happen. Future offers. Future offers. Uh, my, my emails are open. Welcome.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> who are we that we think that this is? Yeah. So I. My name is Adam.
1: You sound surprised.
0: I know. Um, and <laughs> your name is no. Helen. And we are married. Correct. We've been together for nearly 12 years. Correct. We even met whilst well, so we were both working for a popular high street book shop <laughs> chain. Yep. I mean, I assume I could name them if I wanted to. That's
1: not worth it's not the, worth it. Their potential headache.
0: Yeah. The,
1: when this goes viral. When, when this
0: goes viral <laughs> and they get wind of it. Yep. <laughs> They'll be down I was like, a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I, I mean... I, I mean, my job on a day-to-day basis isn't linked to books in any way, shape, or form right now. I'm a pastry chef, slash baker, depending on who you ask. (laughs) And, but my, I do, you know, I previously, my, prior to retraining, I uh, have a degree and a master's and a, the beginnings of a PhD. And my master's and PhD, which is kind of, I think it's actually kind of linked to this, was i was very interested in the idea of how politics is represented in modern culture and the things that we consume so tv books film so on and so forth how are politics and politicians represented in those environments and it's just led me to sort of a, a general interest in that thing and then I'm just also quite interested in the weirder side of things.
1: That sounds so ominous. <laughs> <laughs> no, what but what do you mean by weirder side of things? Well, I,
0: you know, I mean we both enjoy like John Ronson.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay.
0: You know, Louis Theroux. I know what you mean. I mean, you like Louis Theroux's his serious stuff, but I like the stuff when he was doing the, you know, with the UFO hunters and stuff like that. That's that's my. Oh, I like
1: all of it, but I think part of what has drawn you in particular to this project, shall mm. we say is the fact that it just seems so ludicrous. But we can talk about that a little bit more later.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do like ludicrous. The, the, ludic- the ludicrous. The band,
1: or the, <laughs> the artist. The rap, rap artist. I'm a big fan of ludicrous. I'm a big fan of ludicrous. Um, I am not a pastry chef, or a baker, whatever you want to call it. I am an English teacher, so I have a vested interest in this as an um, academic, if you like, Projects, um, And I'm researching these books to see if they are worthy of classroom teaching. At the moment, spoiler alert, they are not. Um, but maybe that is subject to change as time goes on. We'll see.
0: We will see. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I, you know, like I said, I've got degree, master's, PhD, blah, blah, blah. You've got a master's as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but what you are bringing to the table, which I have never brought to any table, is an insight into and the correct use of the English language and its grammar. <laughs> mhm. So that's something that you've you've really gone to town on in some of these books. Yes. Yeah. Originally I explained this concept to my mum. She thought I meant I was we were going to read a war biographies. No. No. That I don't you know. That's
1: too basic. Too
0: basic. Instead we're reading the works of fiction fiction written by celebrities. And we've got some great names on the list.
1: We have. I don't know whether we should say any of these names at the moment.
0: Do you reckon, like, tease them out?
1: Yeah, I want to I wanna leave that as a teaser. Okay. Because at the moment, if you think about Celebrity Book Club, I think the thing you go to is is an autobiography or a biography of that individual. But that is definitely not what we are interested in. No. We're interested in works of fiction yep. written, and yep. I'm using air quotes here, written by also air quotes celebrities yeah um so really because we're both incredibly highly academic we're looking don't laugh we're looking at the the motivation and the the reasons behind them being there in the first place
0: well that that's interesting that kind of brings me on to my final thing that i wanted to mention in this introduction is why we're doing this we both have, busy... we have
1: too much time on our hands. Well, I
0: was going to say, actually, the opposite. We're busy people. You're full-time English teaching. I'm full-time working. You know, we, we don't have a lot of great downtime.
1: <laughs> you could have gone in so many different directions. <laughs> like, we don't have a great time talking <laughs> to one another. <laughs> this is so an excuse for us. We need to lose ourselves.
0: <laughs> this is a reason to lock ourselves in a room and force each other to look at each other <laughs> and talk to each other.
1: For a limited period of time. Yeah.
0: To a certain extent, I'm quite weirdly fascinated why they write these books. Mm-hmm. Because, and like you say, we'll always, always assume that when we say write, air quotes, because I've got some, I've got some great stories lined up for the future podcast. Ooh,
1: that's a, that, not a spoiler, that's a teaser. Teaser. Exactly. You later. Getting coming back. <laughs> coming back for more. Coming back for
0: more of this gold. <laughs> sorry Um,
1: didn't mean to laugh (laughs) (laughs) that's fine
0: um because yeah so why would you why would they write these books because they're already celebrities so they've they've already attained a certain level of stature within their culture often in modern society and the very sad truth is that people don't write books for riches and fame Mm -hmm. unless you're like J.K. Rowling, and then you sell the film, and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. But I think we both can agree from the films, the books that we read, none of these would have been made into films.
1: Oh, these ones specifically, correct.
0: Yeah. So it's, I find it such a strange and interesting thing that whether they have written them, whether they haven't written them, that um, they've put their name to it. Like what is it that they're getting out of these books? And conversely also, who's the audience like Craig, I mentioned Craig Rover horwood at the start. Is he hoping to that all the fans are strictly gonna go out and buy his book? Mm. Is that what he's that is that who he's aiming his book for? I don't know.
1: What is the motivation? Which is the overriding um question, I suppose, that we have to ask of every single work of fiction we are evaluating. Basically what we're trying to do is to make these pieces of work have the academic platform that they deserve at the end of the day
0: yeah and i think as well i think you're potentially going to be far more critical i see i've quite enjoyed some of these books i mean i know that they're nonsense and i have really struggled in places but i have still quite I, I i mean i just don't find that i'm very critical but i did think that when I was doing my MA and sat my PhD and all that kind of stuff, I did find that I never felt like I was overtly critical of the people around me, which is ironic because in my current job, in my current work place as well, I have somewhat of a reputation for being quite blunt in my opinions of people's products and my own. Um, so, but yeah, with these ones, I've quite enjoyed some of them in places.
1: I suppose it's all relative though, isn't it? Because you're reading these pieces of these tomes of fiction mm. as a as an escape as a as a form of entertainment mm. and i am doing that mm. but i think because there is such an intrinsic link between reading these pieces of fiction for pleasure mm. there's also always going to be that that analytical side i guess that so. rightly or wrongly is going to creep out when i'm reading anything mm.
0: Yeah, the why of why we're doing this on, you know, it does pique our interest in different ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think as well, and no, this sounds very pretentious and this couldn't, this might not possibly make it to the final edit. Mm. But I think it's appropriate to say that we are both avid book people.
1: Book people. We
0: are currently sat in a room in our house, which is almost entirely devoted to the books that we own. Mm. But I also think that this will just be funny. There are some funny stuff that happens that people have written and then not only have they written potentially rewritten Mm.
1: or not written at all or not
0: written at all but then potentially handed to an editor Mm. who's then read it and gone yeah
1: let's put that on the shelves
0: put that on the shelves
1: and you this kind of thing makes you wonder to go back to the motivation side of things is an editor or a publisher putting these things on the shelves because of the story or because of the author? Well... Author again, using air quotes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely there is, not to pull out the politics in your back pocket, but there is definitely some form (laughs) of capitalist agenda in terms of if a book's written by a certain celebrity, there's a certain cachet involved with knowing that a certain type of person will buy it, and cynically, the content is probably irrelevant.
1: So, in, in conclusion... yeah. I suppose. Mm. What we're aiming to do is to to analyse. Yep. To... Have fun? I was going to get to that. Leon. Okay. I'll start again. So it's the last thing
0: on your mind, to so have <laughs> yeah. fun.
1: fun. Fun is not at the forefront. It's the afterthought. Heard, as any kid in my classroom will, you know, attest to. Um, the purpose is to analyse, to... Um, talk about how these potentially got made in the first place to offer a kind of social commentary onto mm. it but most importantly to have some fun just to
0: have some fun just to
1: have some fun and to make people aware of these works of fiction it's true that we didn't know existed until about six months ago
0: but there's a huge trove of these books as well like mm. i have compiled a list And then all of a sudden, I'll find, like, 30-odd other books written by different people. Which, actually, I mean, I know you said you didn't want to discuss potential authors, but I've also found, in my compiling of a list, that I've personally used my own sense of bias in creating that list as well. That out of, let's say, 40 people that made it onto that list, there was at least 10 or 20 where I was like, I worry that their book would be too good. Oh, really? Yeah. There are certain celebrities that maybe I personally have respect for that have written <laughs> so a book. That you don't
1: want to take the piss out of.
0: It's not so much that, because I feel like anyone's fair game. If you put a piece of... If you, if you create anything, you are automatically asking to...
1: Be criticised. Be
0: criticised in whatever capacity. So I'm not... It's not that I'm averse to... Going after my heroes, and, and that's a joke because none of these people are my heroes. The ones, that, even the ones that I partially respect,
1: Ronnie Sullivan.
0: Ah, uh, you just give him one away for a start.
1: Looking at it, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Note to sell. Note to sell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fifteen minutes. Cut that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like Ronnie, but do I respect him? Anyway, that's another. Well, that's really, another conversation. That's for that episode. That's another. Comment. Sorry. But yeah, I self editalized I don't know Is that word. I don't think so. I did Edited? Some, I did I yeah, I self-edited the list and I did split it in half between the ones that I thought these will be fun because these people are crazy and the mm-hmm. second half of the list where I was like these will probably be less fun because I feel like there's a certain level of seriousness to their writing that maybe it just won't be enjoyable
1: to take the piss out of. Yeah. Okay. So we want to take the piss out of things. I mean, ideally
0: that because that's good, that's good value of fun for us and for people listening, whoever those three people might end up <laughs> being. I mean, my mum might. Mom? My mum won't be able to do half an episode.
1: <laughs> well, we're definitely hitting a limit at the moment.
0: My my dad won't understand the technology that's involved. correct? So he he's out. Mhm. So my mum then. Hiya! <laughs> I hope she, she's enjoying. Well these.
1: done if you've got this far. <laughs>
0: um. So, and I think also there's another aspect as well that I'd like to do. There, there's a there is a certain logistic issue with this because, like, if we were discussing a television program, a film, what's that? An hour, hour and a half. You do it. You watch it. You make your notes. You come into your room. You record it. It's quite a slog sometimes getting through some of these books.
1: Correct.
0: Some of them have been very short and sharp and breezy, and we've flown through them. Some of them has been noticeable, the...
1: Length of time it takes.
0: Not not necessarily length of book, though, but the length of time definitely to...
1: Who knew that a book that was so short could be so dense?
0: Yeah. So there is a certain logistic issue, because part of these is I would have loved to have people we know Read the book, mm. but then I mean, we're reading the book, but we're passing them back and forth. We don't have a copy each of, for instance, one of our books because that would be ludicrous. So I read a book, then you read a book, and ludicrous you read a book. I feel like that's gonna be my catchphrase, <laughs> ludicrous, to be honest with you, because I enjoy that word anyway. So, but it's gonna be even tougher to then like if I read a book, you then read that book, then we pass it to a third person. That, you know... It
1: feels like bullying to make them read some <laughs> of these books. I feel like it's wholly unnecessary for us to go. You must read this book so you can then come and discuss it with us. It's like a form of punishment. I wouldn't want. I, I don't want to make people do that. Okay, that's fine. Sorry.
0: That's no no. Well, you know, I I th- I think it should be on the table. there. If people listen to this and they, yeah, if
1: people want to hey, read. Listen, it.
0: and I get if I get emails, I'm desperate to come on the show. By all means. In a very rambly Incredibly rambly. Wait, I think we've covered a lot of what we want to talk about, though. Definitely. So, shall we, why don't we end the episode on teeing up who will be our first, <laughs> our first book. Okay. And the name of it. So did you want Buckle to... Buckle in. Did you want to announce or shall I?
1: You, because you read it before I did.
0: Well, that will apply to most of the books so far.
1: That makes it sound like I'm being lazy.
0: <laughs> you are struggling with dedication. Like, I'm just, I'm cranking through these books, and you're like, oh.
1: I need to read, like, two normal books in between <laughs> each, of each of these. Anyway. That's separation.
0: Go on. Episode one will be the swashbuckling pirate adventure of Fan Tan, written by... Marlon Brando, obviously everyone who so that's the celebrity in that pairing. Mm -hmm. But there's also a co-author, Donald Camel, who, and I'll say this more for the podcast. He was also a celebrity in his own way. He was a filmmaker, artist, portrait artist. Um, But yeah, so that's our episode one. Fantan, written by Marlon, co-written by Marlon Brando and Donald Camel.
1: Don't feel like you need to read it before the episode.
0: No. Although, interestingly, I was doing some research, and we can discuss the book. We obviously can't read any passages out, because it breaks, like, legal copyright.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So, if people want to read the book, do so. We guessed. We've got a copy. Pretty dog-eared. <laughs> Full have, of notes. You'll have to wade through all the pencil notes <laughs> I've made. Um, but yeah, so that's episode one. And I, I have no idea when we'll record it, because, like I say, we've been talking about doing this for months, so... Okay, bye.